0: Welcome to the Truth Will Set You Free Bible Prophecy TV Radio Edition. I am Big Batista along with Nathan Jones, and we are transmitting live from our station on www.twave.tv, tweetcasting.tv, and our various networks. So we thank you for tuning in for today's program as we're going to be talking about the last rebellion, talking about God and May God. And of course, for those of you that would like to be part of the program, we'd love for you to. Again, be part of the program by tuning in or blogging in your questions or your comments. Those of you that are following us via social media, Facebook, and the likes. Post your questions or your comments there for Nathan and myself. And, of course, before we continue, I'm going to ask Nathan Jones if he will open us up with a word of prayer.
1: Well, Lord Jesus, we thank you so much for this opportunity to study your word. Lord, we praise you. We celebrate uh, your victory as we will read today. And, Lord, we just thank you so much for your love for all of us. In your precious name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Nathan. Again, you're tuning to a Truth Will Set You Free Bible
0: Prophecy TV Radio Edition. Big Batista, Nathan Jones, as we're talking about the last rebellion. Hey, today's program is sponsored by Calvary Chapel Aventura, Calvary Chapel Broward, and the Truth Will Set You Free ministry. You can find more information here at www.tway.tv. I also want to encourage those of you that are watching and listening Hey, why don't you consider being part of our School of Biblical Prophecy two-year program? And, of course, you can get more information here on www.twave.tv. But become a student of eschatology and biblical prophecy and learn about the times in which we're living in and the soon return of Jesus Christ. And we consider that to be good news as the Lord is coming and can come at any moment. So learn more about biblical prophecy and more information. You can get a hold of us here you find yourselves in the aventura hollandale area we'd love for you to drop by and be part of our bible study. So sundays at 9 a.m in spanish 11 a.m in english and wednesdays at truth will set you free we'd like to invite you to be part of their study in the minor prophets and of course that's wednesdays at 7:30. we're located at 1000 foster road hollandale florida 33009 we'd love to see you we'd love to hear from you we'd love for you to become students of biblical prophecy and of course before we continue, I'm going to welcome my co-host, Nathan Jones with Land Lion Ministry. Nathan, it's great to have you on. Great to be on the always, brother. How are you doing? I am doing fantastic. Excellent. Uh, God is on the move, and i uh, so excited that you are joining me again this
1: week. Well, it's good to be on. Good to be on, and uh, I love watching this online as I talk to you. Uh... Looks like you're even starting to sport a little soul patch there. Oh, can you tell? Actually, I
0: forgot to shave, man. That's, that's <laughs> Let me put my head down. That's what that was. I thought you were trying to be cooler than you already are. No, Nathan, I wish. I wish. Sometimes I try th- certain things in my face to fool people when I'm getting fat. <laughs> I'm fat. Yeah. So I figure while they're looking at the patch, they don't see the the wrinkles and everything else that's coming with it. Oh, well, I just see the coolness, brother. Oh, well, praise the Lord, Nathan. You know, we, we, we got to keep this old tent up, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Nate. Thank you so much. So tell me, how how are things in Texas, Nathan? We've had some um, crazy news this week with some bombings and some things happening in New York.
1: How's Texas? Everything good over there? Everything's good in Texas. Lamb of Mine Ministries uh, continues to broadcast our television show, Christ and Prophecy, on all the major Christian networks and uh, unfortunately we didn't get a chance to review some of the current events like you mentioned, I wish we did, but Dr. Reagan is teaching on a series about uh, America and uh, where America's role is uh, in Bible prophecy and uh, the need for our country to repent and I believe a lot of these problems that we're facing are social issues that are a result of our yes. departure from the Lord. The more we pull away from the Lord, the more He responds by pulling His protection away from us, and then the more suffering country continues to face, all for the purpose of getting us to repent and return mm-hmm. to Him. You know, Nathan, you made a very good point, and as a matter of fact, as
0: we were talking, I was just pulling up some information there from Lamb Lion Ministry regarding uh, some of those incredible teachings, but also, Nate, will you be able to share that contact information just in case someone out there is watching or listening, and uh, they don't know how to get a hold of those resources? Well, they can contact
1: us through our website at Christianprophecy.org or lamblion.com. There we have a wealth of information uh, free for you to learn about Bible prophecy. We have of course, our television show, Christ in Prophecy, many podcasts such as this one. We have articles, newsletters, social networks, uh, daily blog, brother. We have tons of information that we want to share with you, with you mm. so that you can get to know God's prophetic word and grow in your relationship with him. And oh, I see you pull up the picture of me with a beard. I'm trying to, <laughs> I don't have a soul patch, but I got the beard thing going now. <laughs> can you talk to us about why do you look like the president of the United States of America? Oh, that's uh, one of our videos called The Inbox. It's a series of Q&A videos, short, you know, two to five minute videos that teach people a different aspect of Bible prophecy. And uh, that one that you pulled up is is America in Bible prophecy or the United States in Bible prophecy. And uh, we thought we'd have a little fun where I'd be the president there. And we try to have a little fun in these videos as well as teach a biblical concept. And folks can find The Inbox videos as well as our Bible Prophecy Insights short videos. On our website at and of course, our YouTube channel, which is also Christ in Prophecy. Absolutely. Even the Tim Tebow sub competition, bro. You look like Tim
0: Tebow there. You, like a <laughs> football player American. Oh, uh, I'm a little short sure to be a
1: football player.
0: Yeah. But, Nathan, that's one thing that we try to do. We have fun, right? With, with different things. And I'm so excited because you guys are doing an excellent job, especially. Uh, with these uh, small, uh, short clips and being able to train and teach individuals. You and I were talking about the, the, how sad that today people are not reading, but they just simply, they're watching things, which is cool. So that's why these videos that you're producing is really to also reach this generation.
1: Well, yeah, and, and it's not just a, if you say generation, I would say it's not limited to millennials or even right. uh, kids, but it's uh, it just, it's a trend that I've been reading about in society that we are reading less and less Shorter and shorter. Most people are barely reading or uh, clicking through on links that's that right. we put on, on Facebook and all anymore. But they will watch short videos, five mm-hmm. minutes and under or so. And so that's what we, we've changed tactics. Instead so of writing a long article, that takes you 15 minutes to read. Now we're doing a five-minute video, which hopefully teaches you all about too. Yes. And uh, we usually include the text with it so people can read more
0: if they want to. Excellent. Thank you so much, Nathan, for sharing those wonderful resources. Again, for those of you that maybe just tuned in, you are tuned in to the, the Truth Will Set You Free Bible Prophecy TV Radio Edition, Dave Batista, and Nathan Jones, as we have been uh, looking at various books of the Bible. Last week, we finished the book of Zechariah, and we're going to be touching on some things that we talked about, as well as other scriptures. So we want to encourage those to be watching and listening. If you have a Bible handy... Open it so that so you can follow along with us as we're going to be visiting a few books in the Word of God and allowing the Holy Spirit to open up the Scriptures to your hearts and minds. So again, Nathan, we we've, we've been covering uh, quite a number of topics and also series. We've been taking biblical prophecy from a verse to verse approach uh, in our past segments, and it's been a really neat opportunity to see people grow as they're going through the books of the Bible. And also, you released a series that we did. Uh, God's mighty angels, and uh, that's also a wonderful way, right, Nathan, to just teach people through the whole books.
1: Well, as we've been going through these series, uh, it's been great not only to podcast them, but to also put them in blog format, and so people can check out our blog, org, and there, uh, if they want to go back to and read or listen to previous series that we've done, they can find that on our website, and of course, they can find that on your website too, right? Absolutely, Nate. We have uh,
0: some information there as well, and what we've been doing is also linking some of your information on our website so individuals can uh, find it or also post it on our Facebook page.
1: Yeah, they can go to your archives, too, and listen to not only our radio uh, series, but uh, you do many others, right? Absolutely, they are on on, uh, 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 twave.tv,
0: forward slash, twave.tv, and also, uh, excuse me, that's on um, uh, Twitcasting, and they can find there, Nathan, yeah. uh, uh, a lot of uh, segments that we've done, over 700 of them. And wow. uh, they can actually also go to the uh, www.calvaryaventura.com. And there's a link there as well to a tweet casting page. So just like you, just a lot of resources to help people grow in their knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord, man. Praise the Lord. We're excited. So thank you, Nathan. Also, Nate, last week you and I, we closed Zechariah chapter 14. But as we were closing Zechariah chapter 14, looking at verses uh, 15 uh, through 19, we also talked about a transition there, the ending of the tribulation, then entering into the millennium. But even in the time of the millennium, we noted, as you were uh, pointing out to us, that there would still be a little bit of a correction to certain nations that don't come and worship the Lord. So I thought, Nathan, that maybe... We could talk a little bit about that just as a recap, and then we can talk about other uh, issues that uh, people maybe don't know, Uh, and one is the Gog Magog, but of course in the time of the millennium. So I was thinking that maybe we can recap a little bit there at the closing of Zechariah chapter 14, maybe just in case someone did not tune in to last week's program.
1: Uh, As we finished Zechariah 14, we were discussing the day of the Lord. The day of the Lord is another term for the tribulation, or Daniel calls it Daniel's 70th week. It is a seven-year time period that the Lord has set apart. As Jeremiah 30, verse 7 says, it's the time of Jacob's trouble. It is the worst time in all of human history. And it's a time where God will pour out his judgment upon the world for three reasons. One, to bring the Jewish people to finally accept Jesus as Messiah. Two, to judge the the world for its rebellion against Him. And three, for Jesus to set up His kingdom. Mm. So we are seeing in the tribulation these 21 judgments of God that will achieve achieve His purposes uh, through the tribulation. Mm. Excellent. And we find, of course, um, once the
0: tribulation period is over, then we enter in uh, to that period, the millennium, right?
1: We do, and the Millennium is a thousand-year time period. We know it's a thousand years because Revelation 26 different times gives us the exact time. It's a thousand years that Jesus Christ rules and reigns on this earth from the city of Jerusalem where he has set up his kingdom, mm-hmm. and the people who dwell in it are those who have survived the tribulation, accepted Jesus Savior, and they live on in their earthly bodies, into the Millennial Kingdom, they have children, they repopulate the earth, wow. and we, who have been raptured before the Tribulation, will be in our glorified bodies, and we will rule and
0: reign with Christ. That is uh, uh, amazing. So, And then Nathan, so as we uh, close Zechariah there, uh, then uh, we, I was looking that it talks about in Zechariah 14, uh, verse uh, 16, and it shall come to pass that... Everyone who is left of all the nations which came against Jerusalem shall go up from year to year to worship the King, the Lord of hosts, and to keep the feast of tabernacles. And it shall be that whichever of the families of the earth do not come up to Jerusalem to worship the King, the Lord of hosts, the the Lord of hosts, on them there will be uh, there will be no rain. So we also notice, Nathan, that even in the time of the tri- uh, the millennium, whether there's going to be a beautiful utopia type of situation. Not everything is going to be perfect, right, Nate? Even in, that, uh, in a sense, there's still going to be uh, some sin and some things
1: that has to be corrected. Well, the, the one aspect of the Millennial Kingdom it is it's a time of peace, righteousness, and justice. The Prince of Peace himself, Jesus Christ, is physically ruling and reigning from Jerusalem. And the nations of the world start as people who have accepted Jesus as Savior. So, and you're right, when you're going into the Millennial kingdom, it is a utopia. The ravages of the 21 judgments on the world... be cleansed, the earth will be purified, and we will go into a new era, an era where the animals are not trying to eat each other, they're not trying to eat us, the (laughs) Bible says that the child can put his hand in the cobra's den and not worry about bitten. the wolf lies down with the lamb, the lion eats straw like an ox, it's all picturesque of a time period where there is no war. The people, they take their swords and beat them in the plowshares. In other words, it's a time of agriculture, it's a time of bounty, there's no need for militaries or military budgets, there's no war, there's no fighting, and there's no peace. But, the people living in their human bodies, uh, the separate them, make a difference between those of us and our glorified bodies, but the people living there in the Millennial Kingdom are still going to be in their sin nature. They're they're still going to sin, but a lot of the desire to sin will be gone because, one, Satan will have been banished to a deep pit. His demons will Mm. have been sent to Hades waiting uh, for judgment. There is no temptation or influence from the spirit world. On people to make them sin, and right. they're surrounded by people who love the Lord and keep them accountable. Awesome. But they will have their children, and their children will have to choose Jesus, just like any other age throughout human history, Absolutely.
0: whether they choose Jesus or not. Mm, excellent point. And then, of course, Nathan, and then there's another aspect of the millennium, and it really has to do towards the end. There's going to be this last rebellion, and then this name comes up again Gog and, and Magog. Is this the same as the Ezekiel 38 and 39? Can you talk to us a little bit about this?
1: Well, the, that's the major contention, uh, confusion for people they read the, about Gog and Magog, and uh, they're like, oh, wait a minute here. Right. Uh, this has got to be the description that we read about in Ezekiel 38 and 39, where Russia and the Islamic nations of the Middle East gather together to come for the purpose of destroying Israel and plundering it. But then we get here to Revelation 20, verse 7, and uh, if I can read that here, Absolutely. it says, Now when the thousand years have expired, Satan will be released from his prison, and will, will go out to deceive the nations which are in the four corners of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them together for battle, whose number is as the sand of the sea. They went up on the breadth of the earth and surrounded the camp of the saints in the beloved city, and fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. The devil who deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where and false prophet are, and they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Amazing. So, Nathan, in other words, we have a number
0: of battles, uh, some that haven't even yet happened, but yet even after the time of the millennium, we see that the millennium period for the most part is a, a beautiful utopia, but people's hearts, we have a problem here, right, Nate?
1: We do, we do. Uh, Humanity is a, if I can use this uh, expression, and I think the Bible does quite often, is it compares uh, humanity to a harvest time, that every generation is a harvest time, where people choose Jesus Christ, they choose to have their sins forgiven, or not. And so every generation is a harvest. And that's no different for the people of the millennial kingdom. They're a different dispensation, a different error. But they still have the responsibility of choosing Jesus Christ or not. Right. Now, if you imagine living in a utopian society, mm-hmm. and then everybody is having children, and they're having children, and the animals are not eating them, and they're not dying of fitnesses, in the ages, which we're told go like the tree, I mean, we're talking about people living hundreds, if not a thousand, years long. That's amazing. Imagine the size, the size, the family. We're talking about a. Uh, it's been actually estimated that if this was the case, that by the end of the millennial kingdom, right. the earth would end up supporting twenty billion people. Whoa. Can you imagine that? That is amazing. So imagine 20 billion people. Now, there's a small remnant who survived the tribulation, who are likely still alive, and they believe in Jesus as their Savior, but their children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren, they have to choose Jesus or not. And sadly, man, we read that there is something confusing going on. Satan is released. And you're like, well, why in the world would God release (laughs) Satan? Well, Satan becomes a rallying point for all those who reject Jesus Christ as king. And when things released, he goes out, as Revelation 20 tells us, to the four corners of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather the people together who want to rebel against Jesus for one last end times battle.
0: Ooh, amazing. So Nathan, and this is a, an aspect that people think, okay, the tribulation is over, the millennium, uh, everything is cool now. Now we get to heaven and that's it, but here the Bible teaches differently. There's actually going to be a last rebellion, but once again, I don't even see necessarily a fight here, a war. It seems like the Lord just wipes them all out.
1: Exactly, and that's why it's so different than what you read about Ezekiel uh, 38 and 39. That only covers Russia and the Islamic nations of the Middle East. They go against uh, Israel and they're on the mountains of Israel and the Lord destroys them with hail and brimstone and fire and the armies turn on each other and earthquakes I mean it's a supernatural destruction uh, that how God defeats this army and it's very different from the description that we get here in Revelation 20 where it talks about all the people from the four corners of the earth not just Russia down through the Middle East but all the world gets a chance to rally against Satan. Mm-hmm. And they march up against Jesus and Jesus defeats them by sending fire down upon them. So again, it's a it's a different description, a different war than Ezekiel thirty eight and right. thirty nine. And a lot of theologians have said, well, the reason that God's referring to Gog and Magog it's a uh, point back to the former war in it's it's type of battle. It's it's a type uh, it's a 2.0 version of, of the Gog and Magog battle <laughs> from Ezekiel 38 and 39, but right. it's not the same battle. And, and Nathan, that's why here we need to
0: be clear and we need to make a distinction. I mean, when you look at the details in Ezekiel 38 and 39, and when you look at the details uh, in uh, Revelation 20, it, it's way different. We see we're dealing with a, a, a different group of people. We see that uh, it's a different time, and we also see also that the way that uh, God deals with it, it is also totally different.
1: It is, it is. I like to refer people to our website at christandprophecy.org. Uh, we have two articles, one that I wrote called Timing God and Magog, and it goes through all of the different timing scenarios for when the God and Magog War would happen, both the first and the second God and Magog War. And Dr. David Reagan has also written an article called The Wars of the End Times, and we have Christ and Prophecy episodes about nice. that and they're there to help you understand the different wars of the end times, to look at the different scenarios. Brother, you and know, I only have a half hour to discuss this, but so if you <laughs> want to get into detail, they can go into those two articles and they will give the, the details of why we believe that these two wars are different.
0: You know, Nathan, I was catching some uh, a glimpse of some of the studies there, and uh, Dr. Reagan and yourself, you guys did a phenomenal job in being, in being able to uh, talk about those and the timing of those things because that that's a, a big area of confusion. Now, you and I, we did a program many months ago, and you outlined to us all the many wars that are even yet future. And I'm not sure if you might have a minute, Nate, just to maybe remind uh, some of those people, like Psalm 83 and, and so on.
1: Well, Psalm 83, do you want me to go through all the
0: nine and time wars? Well, I was thinking you're very organized, and sometimes you have a list there, real quick. And if that's not okay. the that, okay. that case, don't
1: worry, but just some bullet points in case someone no, watching I mean, each of these could be, a, a and is, a full teaching. But uh, yeah, let me give, give you a bullet list. Uh, we believe that there are, uh, at Lamb & Lion Ministries, that there's nine end-time wars. The first one, be Dr. Reagan labels it, the War of Extermination, found in Psalm 83. And that's where Israel will eventually have to subdue the hostile neighboring countries directly bordering them. Uh, after that, now that could be the tribulation, even before the rapture, Uh, we're not sure. But the second war, the first war of Gog and Magog, which we discussed in Ezekiel 38 and 39, that's a war where Russia and the Islamic nations come down against Israel in order to destroy it and God supernaturally wipes out these armies. Mm. Totally changes the geopolitical situation in the world as Russia and Islam is no longer a major player anymore. So these are both uh, play into the end time scenario. Uh, before the tribulation, possibly, but I believe the Gog and Magog war were there is just before, at the very beginning of the tribulation, because it takes them seven years to uh, to burn the weapons and seven months right. to bury the dead. We are now into the tribulation, and the first is the conventional war of the tribulation. You read that in Revelation six, mm-hmm. and that's where the antichrist rises to power and peace. But then to consolidate his empire, he declares war on whomever. And in the process, a third of the world gets destroyed in this. Basically, it's World War III. Exactly. And that's the conventional. And the fourth war uh, eventually turns into a nuclear war. And that's the nuclear war of the tribulation, Revelation 8 and 9. As uh, things get worse, and the empire of the Antichrist continue, continues to be consolidated. Mm-hmm. It results into nuclear nature. And again, a third of the world is Destroyed. Exactly. We get to the now. This is a different war. The fifth war is the war in the heavens, Revelation mm-hmm. twelve, and that's the war where Satan tries one last time to overthrow Jesus up in heaven. He fails, and he is permanently kicked out. His access to the throne of God is now is now totally shut off. Okay. The sixth war is the war against the Jews and the saints, Revelation twelve. Mm-hmm. The Antichrist, uh, after uh, Satan is sent down. He is uh, possessed by Satan, and now the Antichrist slash Satan go on a rampage to kill all the tribulation saints and the Jewish people that they can. Mm -hmm. We get to the seventh war, it's the Middle East Antichrist, Daniel 11, and by this point in the tribulation, the Antichrist kingdom is starting to fall apart. The king of the south, likely the king over Africa, rebels. Uh, and the Antichrist puts down that rebellion, but at that time then the kings of the east uh, start heading, and so the Antichrist has to then put a rebellion down on uh, the kings of the east, and that's when we get into Armageddon. Exactly. And that's where Armageddon is actually the Antichrist putting down and attacking the army of the kings of the east, and that's when Jesus returns and defeats them all. Mm. And uh, we get the thousand-year millennial kingdom. We are now to the ninth end-time war, and that's the second battle of Gog and Magog, the one we just discussed. So, brother, you asked for it. You got it. That's right. Uh, Thank you so much. And you know,
0: Nathan, I'm telling you, this is great information for individuals out there. Because, honestly, I will say 80% of Christians, if you ask them about any war, all they think about is Armageddon. Armageddon, right, Nate? And, and we realize, no, when you look at the stages and you look at the Bible as a whole, there's a lot there that uh, sometimes goes over people's heads.
1: It does. And that's what I love about Dr. Reagan's teaching on the wars of the end times. It is probably one of the, the most popular teachings yes. that he has because he has been studying Bible prophecy for all his life, the, the <laughs> ministry particularly, for 40 years almost. And so he has been able to to categorize each of these wars and make it pretty clear, And once, once you read it, you're like, oh, that makes total sense, yeah, that, and all the pieces start fitting together, and it's pretty obvious that there are nine end time wars, and that the war of Gog and Megog is actually two separate, different wars. Absolutely,
0: and of course, that's why we're so grateful for the lamb Ministry, you, yourself, Dr. Reagan, and just the, the, the resources that are available to help clarify and I really love what you guys do because you always take a biblical approach to things. We're not trying to make things up. We're not trying to make things fit. But simply saying, hey, here's what we see in the Bible. And you study it and you see for yourself what the Holy Spirit would, uh, would show you. And that's how we
1: should be, right, Nate? We should. I believe that the Bible should speak for itself. We shouldn't try to come at the Bible with our own preconceptions that what we wanted to say but let the Bible speak for itself and that involves taking a literal interpretation of the Bible and
0: Bible prophecy absolutely and Nathan uh, what we say to people is that at the end if you're a Christian if you're a believer biblical prophecy eschatology is actually good news because we read the last chapter of Revelation and, and we win really the only bad news Nathan is for someone who doesn't know the Lord and this is why you and I, every week, we encourage people to come to Christ while there is still time. So, Nate, and if you would just maybe take a, a minute as we get ready to close and maybe talk to that person on the other side and share with them how they can start that
1: relationship with the Lord. Well, you, you do it by surrendering your life to Jesus Christ. And that's what these people during the millennial kingdom that rebel against Jesus refuse to do, they will not surrender. To their lives to Jesus Christ. They want to hold on to it, even though we know for a fact that we as humans mess up our lives yes. all the time. And uh, But give your life to Jesus Christ. Surrender to Him as your Savior. Mm-hmm. Pray from your heart something like, Dear Jesus, please forgive me of my sins and be my Savior. Mm-hmm. And Jesus promises to do just that. Your sins will be forgiven. Amen. You will be ushered into the family of God. And you will have the promise of eternal life with Him. Praise the Lord. And what a wonderful promise and gift
0: that is. Nathan, thank you for sharing that with our viewers and our listeners. Maybe you're tuned in via Facebook, via social media, via Twitcasting, via T-Waving. You earnestly and honestly and honestly pray to receive Jesus from wherever you are. We would love for you to call us, 305-992-9537 or 321-END-TIME, 321-363-8463. Let us know that you receive Christ. We would love to celebrate with you. We'd love to send you a Bible. Uh, you can also write to us uh, here at the Truth Will Send you Free Ministry and uh, that's 1000 Foster Road, Hallandale, Florida, 33009. And if we get a letter from you uh, and also just uh, letting us know that you've accepted the Lord, we'll make sure that we'll send you a Bible, so that you can continue to grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. So, again, we're just excited for the gospel reaching you and uh, transforming uh, your life. So, Nathan Jones, as we get ready to close, exciting, exciting uh, things that we're noticing here in the Word of God as we talked about the last rebellion. And uh, we see, again, how everything just wraps up
1: after the millennium, Nathan. What awaits us is what? Heaven, right? The external state. But First, the world has to experience the judgment, the great way through judgment. So there's still more things to come. God's plan isn't over till it's over. That's right. I love
0: that. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) So Nathan Jones, I want to thank you so much for, again, uh, opening up these scriptures to us and also to our listening audience. And it's just been amazing as we've taken this journey through the book of Zechariah and also closing uh, that book. And uh, we're excited because I know the Lord is going to uh, allow you and I, Nathan, to bring some other incredible things to people's hearts. So, Nate, thank you for joining me in today's program. It's always awesome to have you on. Great pleasure, brother. Thanks so much. Awesome. You have a great week. And for those of you that have been part of the program, well, we pretty much ran out of time for this segment of the program, but we want to encourage you to, again, tune in here at www.twave.tv. We have some uh, other incredible programs lined up for you and uh let us know how we can pray for you 305-992-9537 thank you for being part of today's program may the Lord bless you and keep you may his face shine upon you you guys have an incredible week